You're listening to Nurses on Fire, the podcast for nurses by nurses aspiring to financial independence. This is our weekly conversations with the CFP edition, where certified financial planners join us to have honest money conversations that guide nurses like you on their path to financial freedom. If you want to get your questions answered, make sure you head over to nursesonfirepodcast.com slash ask to be featured in an upcoming episode. All right, Nurses on Fire, I am super excited to be back with our certified financial planner, Marie Thomason, and today we are going to be talking about how to spend your money the socially responsible way, but this is going to be really, really hard, you guys, and I have been looking forward to this because this is my advice. My advice is go into my phone and clicking a couple of buttons and spending money so, so easily. So Marie, what are we going to be learning about today? <laughs> well, nothing you want to hear probably, but today is anything but Amazon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so like truth, truth time. How, how many times have you purchased from Amazon in the last month? Girl, you should have said the last day <laughs> for the last week. Oh my God. Like I just bought a new cell phone case. I had to buy my daughter some Barbies because the black doctor Barbie with the twins went on sale. And then I had to buy some stuff for the house that I couldn't find in the stores. <laughs> I've done at least three per three separate purchases since in the last three days, I should say. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. And it's even worse now because of all the, the, the holiday sales, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's Black Friday early now. So yeah. Yeah. And did you shop on Amazon Prime Day in October? I did not. I did not partake. <laughs> okay. Good for you. <laughs> so yeah. So all right. We're both laughing about it because we both know, but I'm really curious. Like, why do you think that shopping at Amazon would be bad, and, you know, from a socially responsible perspective? I mean, it hurts small businesses, number one. Number two, it undercuts like a lot of prices like across the board. And Amazon isn't necessarily like the best company in the world. Like I really feel like they're trying to control how we do a whole lot of things. And so every purchase that you make is only support supporting that. And so, yeah. Yeah. Even though Jeff Bezos act like black, black lives matter. I loved it. <laughs> That's true. But, but it's like the bigger picture, right? So, you know, I mean, I think, you know, for us and for anyone listening to this podcast, like we all kind of have an idea why, Amazon is not good and we all have an idea of why Amazon is also equally amazing, right? <laughs> well, except for the fact that during the pandemic, the delivery times was all off and I'm going to need a refund on Prime because I feel like <laughs> I paid my good money to have my two-day shipping and he don't need that money, but I can use it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he definitely does not need that money. So, 
they've got like pretty awful labor practices, which was only kind of highlighted even more during the pandemic. And, you know, with, with COVID and there was employees who were trying to unionize and, you know, they kind of like just clamp that down. And then, you know, it completely undercuts small businesses. Like it undercuts big businesses, <laughs> right? Like, hello, Barnes and Noble. And I'm sure there was other book, big booksellers too that I don't even remember anymore. Exactly. Borders. Do you remember Borders? <laughs> oh, that's right. Of course. I borders is gone. Yeah. Borders is totally gone. And so it undercuts big and small businesses alike. Their carbon footprint is huge. Like, hello, two-day prime. Like, when they introduced two-day prime, the, the number of purchases... And they did this very specifically because the per like people who have Amazon Prime, they buy so much more from Amazon, right? Like it is super easy now to just order a tube of toothpaste instead of going to the store and getting it, right? We all do it. So carbon emissions are huge, even though they've stated that they, you know, are on track to reduce them, they actually increased in 2019. But I actually kind of want to step back just a little bit because we're having this conversation in 2020 talking about anything but Amazon. If we were having this conversation 10 years ago, it would have been anything but Walmart, right? <clears throat> and so, you know, I was thinking about it prior to our call, like, is Amazon worse than Walmart? And, you know, like they both have awful labor practices. You know, they both do the same thing in terms of, employing a bunch of people part-time, you know, paying the minimum wage. So what makes Amazon different? And, and I think that what makes Amazon different is that they, because they've been online and because our entire lives have converged online, they're taking over far more spaces in the supply chain and in retail and everything, right? Like they bought Whole Foods. Like you got to be a big company to buy Whole Foods, they also have, which doesn't get a lot of press, Amazon Web Services. So how many companies have all their data on these services? This is kind of like their bread and butter. But I think that in the, in the day and age of companies like Facebook and Google and Amazon, where information and like data is king, you really have to think twice because yes, Walmart was the low-cost leader, but Amazon, when you don't have a bookstore to go to to browse through anymore, what happens when they decide to choose what books and recommendations you look at, right? Like, this is really subtle, but it's this massive shift over time where it puts a lot of power in their hands in, like, these algorithms. And so... You know, it was never quite, Walmart never quite had that power that Amazon now has, like, in all aspects of our lives. I mean, like, you just think about the data that's shared, like, between Amazon, Facebook, and Google. And I didn't realize this until I started running my own Facebook ads, like, how I can drill down to the specific person because they have so much information, like how powerful their data tools are, like how much information they have on every single one of us. Like, it's crazy. 
It is crazy. And the more power that any single corporation amasses, the more that can be done with it, good or bad. And in this case, they build out geopolitical maps of, of locations that are more likely to unionize. Like there's all sorts of problems with the way Amazon is using their data. And it's not just to stamp out the competition, it's to, to stamp out things like, you know, like workers' rights. Like Walmart never had the data and the powerhouse behind it that computing all that, the computational force to figure out where these things are happening. And so, you know, Amazon is a little bit different than Walmart. Not to say that Walmart's not catching up or that Walmart is like... <laughs> When I say anything but Walmart, or sorry, anything but Amazon, I'm not actually like condoning shopping <laughs> at Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> I should specify that. But this is where we have to kind of say like, what do you care about? And are you willing to sacrifice the luxury of convenience for a long-term game? Because it took 26 years. Amazon has been in business for 26 years. It took 26 years for them to be in this situation where they are increasingly deciding what people read or look at or buy. Yeah, I remember when they first came on the scene when I was trying to buy textbooks and then that's what made textbooks so affordable because I remember having to go to the bookstore, spend a thousand dollars and then somebody's like, have you heard of Amazon? You can get your books on there for way cheaper. And that's where it started. I remember. Yes, back in my younger days, about 26 years ago. <laughs> exactly. That's what the first thing I bought were textbooks and CDs. Yeah. Yes. CDs. Yes. Those old relics. <laughs> <laughs> and look, and now look at what Amazon has become. And I, I think that's one of the big things that we have to think about with, you know, with investing according to your values. Like, and this is why knowing what you care about matters. Do you care about fossil fuels? Do you care about labor practices like what do you care about because maybe amazon you know it's it's not going to be amazon maybe it's going to be another company that's like anything but this company you know like anything but exxon or i don't know anything but disney like who knows whatever it is right and so each one of us has to decide like what is that company that makes it really easy for us to spend in a way that doesn't actually align with our values so for me, I never shopped at Walmart all that much because the Walmart wasn't close by. <laughs> so, you know, like that's actually probably the number one reason why I wasn't shopping at Walmart regularly. When I lived near it, when I lived at home for a short time with my parents, they always went to Walmart. And so I went with them. Except now you live in, in the center of Los Angeles. There's no Walmart nearby. So it makes it really easy to not shop there. What's really hard for me is to not shop at Amazon. It's the equivalent. And so just to kind of piggyback on our conversation from last week, talking about like shopping at small businesses and like trying to be very thoughtful and, and support all these small businesses. You don't support small businesses by buying their products through Amazon. You just don't. You know, they're going to push up whoever they want to highlight 
And sometimes it's good, but on average, it's going to be bad for every single seller on Amazon. And it's going to be bad for the consumer, maybe not now, but you know, you know what happens if, if Amazon is, keeps going for another 26 years? Like they've already got their own bookstores that they're moved into the old borders, <laughs> locations, I guess, right? Like they just, they, it's kind of the scorched earth capitalism they just completely you know they're willing to take losses for years and years and years over a decade to completely cut out the competitor and then they can go in and charge whatever they want after that and so i think especially thinking in terms of and and it's so hard right now because of, just because of the election it's hard to get that out of my mind and and those parallels but it's like every time you make an easy choice, like what are the consequences for those actions? And, you know, every time you just kind of throw your hands up in the air about like, I don't know, Trump or, you know, like any policy that, that is, you know, maybe goes against your values and sustainability or whatever it is, you're not defending your values. It's that, it's that saying that was kind of popular a few months ago during the protest, silence is violence. And it matters with everything. And in this case, it matters with, with the dollars that you're spending. So how, how do we do it? How do we shake this Amazon habit? <laughs> okay, so is, for you, is it Amazon? Is it that big company? Is that the company or is there another company? There's Amazon and there's Target and there's Walmart. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? We talked about this briefly. And like I said, we can have a whole spinoff conversation with this. But I try not to spend money on consumer products. And so that's like where I go, right? Is like, I feel like there's so much consumption out there that somebody probably has something that I need that they're willing to give away. And they're willing to give it away to me. And so like with my baby, I was telling you with my youngest daughter, who's about to turn two in December, like I had a buy nothing baby. Like I totally relied on either gifts or buy nothing groups or yeah, that's pretty much it. Like either it was a gift, a gift card or, or a buy nothing group. And I needed for nothing. Like I had everything except for this one like medical grade wrap that I brought to do skin to skin in the hospital with her, but everything else. And I, I could have got that for free because, you know, <laughs> but I, but I wanted it so bad that I was just like, I'll pay for it. And it's really good wrap. But anyway, so yeah, that's the only other solution that I've found to getting the things that I need or thrift shops. Like I, there's like a local thrift shop that I go to and basically they have everything there <laughs> that I need. But for household things, it's really hard. It's almost like sometimes I kick myself because I will actually take the time to go to the store and look around and see if they have something and they're always out of stock. And I'm going every day to check in. I'm just like, you know what? By this time I could have ordered it on Amazon and it could have been in my house. You know, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to shop for certain things. Yeah. So I don't know. I have a solution really. There's not a good solution. You know, the, the fact is at the end of the day, if you choose not to shop at Amazon, then you're probably going to be limited in terms of choice. 
or you look up the you know the items and a lot of these companies believe it or not have their own websites and you can order from them and a lot of them will actually do free shipping so you can find the products offline but some of them don't have free shipping you know or they're not necessarily available you know they're they're only working through amazon and and it's really kind of a commitment to to saying like you know what i'm okay with less choice and a little bit more difficulty which is really hard to do right like if you walked into the grocery store and all there is is like five types of cereal you pick but if you know the grocery store across the street has 20 you're going to go to the grocery store across the street how do we get so conditioned marie i'm just like dang like this is straight up conditioning it is a hundred percent conditioning and that's why amazon prime exists like we've now been conditioned to expect you know this type of service even on the backs of like you know kind of knowing what it takes on the back end from a company perspective to, to get us our products and what appears to be you know like simple easy click it and it's on my doorstep the same day you know if not two days and because you don't see what it takes to make that happen it's really easy to just forget about it right so it, i don't know i mean to me it's almost you have to make a very willful decision to say, you know what, this for me, I'm trying really hard not to, to shop at Amazon, but I, I, I love Reddit and I love the, like the, the skincare sun <laughs> threads on Reddit. And I love all these sunscreens that are like from Korea or Japan <laughs> because they're better, I think. And so I cannot find them somewhere else. Like there's Koreatown, there's little Tokyo in LA and I've searched the stores and I can't find them. And so it's like, okay, those things I'm going to buy on Amazon. But when I do, I'll buy like six at a time and I'll buy them all at once. And, you know, is there stuff like the Amazon basics? It means that I can probably find it at somewhere like Costco, which has much better labor practices. They pay their team members who they call team members, a living wage, they give them holidays like there's there are companies that are on the margin much better i love costco i love costco costco gets me now amazon ain't got nothing on costco okay <laughs> like for real like money spent wise i like looked at my statement like how you spend fourteen thousand dollars a year at costco it's pretty ridiculous <laughs> I know, but you walk in, it's hard not to, it's almost always at least triple digits. Oh my God, always. And I'm just like, I, I was really disciplined. Like when I was paying off my debt, like I would go in there, I would have the cash in my hand that I was going to spend and then that was it. But then I got a Costco card and you get all this cash back and you get all these incentives and it's just so easy. <laughs> <laughs> it is easy and at least if you're, you're gonna be easy with your money spend it at costco and not yeah not amazon and not amazon <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is a, a perfectly acceptable alternative you know costco has been well documented for its very positive labor practices and you know people haven't wanted to unionize there because they are treated well yeah they have good benefits too yeah they pay really good 
good benefits, good labor practices. Yeah, I love Costco. But but th- th- this is why Amazon is the like this is the hard button. Like this is a hard trigger to pull. Like to not buy from Amazon because of like we said the conditioning and because of you know the sh- the two day shipping and all these things that we've been accustomed to. You know now I mean it's it's our new model of reality. And so the only way that you can kind of change or stop shopping at places like this is to kind of change your model of reality, which we know is like super hard for people because we're people of, we're usually people that deal in circumstance and not out of, you know, (laughs) taking control. Yeah. So it takes a lot of control of being in control in order to kind of change the way that you, you move around, especially how you consume, especially when it's so convenient and you have kids running around and you have all these other things that you're trying to worry about. You know, the last thing you want to think about is like walking around a store searching for an item that they may or may not have. So yeah, I get it. I know. And you know, and that's why this is just one of many things that we're talking about, right? Like, for some people, it may not be in your, within your control, right? As you know, right now or in the future or whatever to, to like have the luxury to be like, I'm not going to do that, you know, but maybe what you can do, I know it takes a little time and i by the way, I'm in the process. I've got my, my appointment set up with the self-help federal credit union to switch all my business accounts over like you. Yeah, but you can, you can do something. You don't have to do everything. And that's why, that's why we've got options because, you know, it, the struggle is real <laughs> for all of us. Oh, guess what? I got moved up to number 45 for Greenwood. Did you? Yes. I don't know how. I think it was our episode. <laughs> it's possible. You never know. Oh, that's true. Because the more people you recommend. Yeah. The, the, the more you move up. Yeah. The more you move up. So there you go. I'll have to, I'll have to check my number in line. (laughs) Yeah. Check your number. (laughs) Well, okay, you guys. So we know this is like a super hard thing to do. It's super hard for me, but just be conscious. And if that means that I have to spend more at Costco, I mean, Hey, I'll make that sacrifice, you know? (laughs) But anyway, Marie, thank you so much for this. It definitely, like I said, is a paradigm shift, especially right now. And who would have thought like 10 years ago, this wouldn't even be an issue. But conditioning is real and and it can shift really fast. But let it shift. I want you guys to be in control of the shift as opposed to letting these big corporations shift your mindset about the way that you move. Because it has totally changed the way that we move, conduct business, think, all these kind of things. And so if we can take control of that and shift it for ourselves, we take our power back. So I hope this was helpful. Exactly. And I will just add, because this isn't something we, we uh, touched on, but you have to remember that, you know, Jeff Bezos is a billionaire, right? And billionaires are the people who control legislation and regulation. So if you want to control regulation and legislation or change it, change who's in control of it. And the only way to do that, there's only one way to do that. And it's actually like, that's probably simpler than getting Congress. Yeah, it is. I mean, because who controls Congress? <laughs> who controls the elections? <laughs> but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> oh, it sure is. 
<laughs> All right. So thank you for letting me get that, slide that in. No, but that was, that's, that's where it's at. Like, that's the truth. A hundred percent the truth. But yeah, the only way to really affect change is to affect people's pockets. And he wouldn't be a billionaire if we didn't consume the way that we did. So just food for thought and just leave you with that because it's really something to think about. So thank you guys. Thank you, Marie, so much. And can't wait for next week where we talk about investing. Yes, I can't wait. Yes, yes. All right, see you then. Bye. We hope that you've enjoyed the episode and that you've learned something new to set you on your path to financial independence. If you love this episode, please share, subscribe, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want us to go over your financial situation or have your questions answered, head on over to Nurses on Fire podcast slash ask and have us do an analysis of your individual financial situation. And don't worry, we'll keep you anonymous. Thank you for listening to my mommy's podcast. But don't forget to subscribe. Bye-bye.